the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning. These have been times uh, these last few days where we needed um, the Queen to be our champion in the battle, to be our defender, to be present for us. Many of us have come in today limping, um, poor in spirit. Many have had to be carried mourning. The battle is not quite over just yet. The battle is not quite over, and a ranger sergeant looks around the field for his fallen comrades. And as if reciting a creed, he whispers, leave no one behind. And this is not a new idea that is limited only to warriors. The humanitarian Dr. Paul Farmer of Haiti has spoken of his medical work as the accompaniment with persons who suffer. And the unmercenaries of Doctors Without Borders say that they stand in witness for those who have no voice in their pain. Santa Barbara Street Medicine, Doctors Without Walls, has a team of pre-med students from UCSB that is called Companion Care, who walk alongside persons experiencing the suffering of homelessness as they attempt to access medical care. And the companions do not rest until their mission is completed. Long before these good ideas became good works, Saints Matthew, Mark, and Luke, each of them tell a similar story in their Gospels of those who carried a suffering brother to healing. Such a Lord we have who can heal us of all of our infirmities by the word of his command. Such a Lord we have who can forgive us of all our sins by the word of his grace and by the free offering of himself. And, and such friends we have such friends we have who he has given us in the church who will carry us to him for that help we so desperately need. If you put the story together from all of the three Gospels, a wonderful lesson is seen in the fullness of the telling of the tale. Multitudes of able-bodied and infirm flock to the Lord to hear his teachings and perhaps somehow to get the opportunity to touch him. The house is filled to capacity and the gathering can hold no more. Latecomers and those without the strength to barge through stand disappointed outside the door. Yet, where there is a spark of will, where there is a desire in the heart, there is always a way in. Even if you arrived late, don't lose heart. 
There is a place for you up to the last minute. Even if you feel like you don't fit in, don't lose heart. If you feel unworthy, continue to draw near. Some of us may feel so infirm by the handicap of the disease of our sin or by the sadness of our hearts that we cannot walk to the door to see Jesus, let alone barge to get ourselves in. How can we get near to him? How can we get near to be healed and to be forgiven? The Lord so greatly loves you. And since he loves you, you can have confidence that he will appoint a way for each one of you to draw near to him. Whatever it takes, whatever needs to be done, when the paralytic in our gospel couldn't get there by his own power, four friends lifted him up. And not only did they carry him to the door, they did not give up until he was inside. They did not give up in spite of the obstacle of the crowd that prevented them from coming in. Some of them climbed on the roof and they hoisted the paralyzed man they hoisted their paralyzed buddy, they carried him, and they installed a skylight where there wasn't one. They put a door in the top of the roof where you don't usually put doors. They put a door in the roof so that he could get in. They did not give up on him. On behalf of their friend, on behalf of their fallen brother, they lifted him up and they broke through the obstacles that blocked his way to healing and salvation. And when you listen to the declaration that the Lord makes here, it is stunning. Let these words burn into your heart. The gospel says that, quote, Jesus looked at their faith. Jesus looked at their faith, at the four who brought him there in faith. He looked at their faith and he said to the one paralyzed, he looked at their faith and he turned to the one in need and said to the one in need, your sins are forgiven. Now he can do anything he wants to do. He doesn't have to have the faith of the one lying there. He chose in that moment to declare that the faith of the four who had brought him there saved him. The faith of the four who had brought him there healed him. Your sins are forgiven. Wrap yourselves around that. Your sins are forgiven sometimes because of the faith of your friends. You may be healed sometimes by the faith of your friends. And such friends we have here. Look around us, look next to you, and look on the walls, such friends around us who can come to us and heal us. So it is oftentimes, friends and family have carried us when we ourselves could not get there on our own steam. The father, the mother, the godparents, they bring that newborn with joy to the waters of baptism. 
long before the baby could walk there by himself, long before the baby could make a conscious decision to bring himself there in faith to Jesus. They carry him there. They carry him there. And so it is, and so we have seen here in our community, and so we have seen in many other places, that the rebellious, the estranged, and even the separated can be carried back to Holy Communion by the lifted up arms and by the prayers of those who love them. And that is why we do not cease in our prayers for those who may seem to have fallen. We do not cease in our prayers for those who seem long gone. We continue to carry them. We find that even our adversaries, even those that we might call enemies, so-called, they can drive us sometimes. They can carry us sometimes to this place. They can drive us here. I have been driven here by my enemies sometimes. Do I give them credit for carrying me to Jesus? What if we gave glory to God for all things? And what if we believed all things were possible? We not only would be more swiftly carried here ourselves, but we would see others carried here. All things work together for good. In our weakness moments, the strong arms of the church have lifted us up on both sides and all around us. I've been carried to this house many times. You may not have seen it, but Father Nicholas has carried me solo on his shoulder a couple times here. We should all be so fortunate to have friends such as that in our life that we have for the duration of our life to help carry us. If the friends of the paralytic had wavered, if we waver, as we might be given to do, if we had given up, if they had given up, he might have died in his infirmity with his sins unforgiven. So not only must we be careful this Lent to do the work of our own salvation, but we must have a care for the weak that have given to us to carry. For from time to time, we each of us may need to be carried. Do not waver in your intercessions for family, friends, neighbors, even for those who seem to be enemies. For it may be, it may be, it will likely be that your prayers may carry them to Jesus. And if the Lord has blessed you with strength, with health, then offer it back to him in service. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't just go to the gym and pose in front of the mirror. Offer your strength back to him. Do not just indulge your health. Use your health. Share your health with those who need it, perhaps more than you. If the Lord has blessed you with suffering and infirmity, even one that looks like it won't be healed in this life, then offer that up to him too. 
For in your weakness, you may pray for others. In your weakness, you may carry others with great strength. In your blindness, as my father suffered, you may have greater sight. You may have greater insight. In the weakness of a 97-year-old body, you might carry a whole community, certainly a very needy family, a gene pool that needs a lot of prayer. And he, in his infirmity, carried us and still does. Be strong in your spirit, if not in your body, for farther along we shall be healed of all those infirmities. And just as farther along we shall understand why. Most of all, let each of us come or be carried to the Lord in repentance for the forgiveness of our sin. May that be part of our journey. When in the presence of the Lord, there is great joy when a sinner returns, when a sinner is forgiven and healed. The amazement of the moment gives way to the giving of the glory to God. For sinners who were carried, or sinners who carried another, each of us knows that only the Lord can forgive and heal and save us. Yet our carrying, in our carrying of another, we may become cooperators with that salvation. And that is why all glory, honor, and worship are reserved for him. And may our thanksgiving this day be lifted up. And may we, each of us ourselves, be lifted up and healed and forgiven to the glory of God the Father. Amen. <laughs>